Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Well, let's talk uh, about Toronto just for a moment. Uh, They're going through a bit of a crime wave, a bit of a challenge. Similar to uh, many North American cities, there's challenges over violence, um, you know, just some homelessness issues as well. um, And the city has been asking a lot of questions, as has its citizens. And to the point where uh, many citizens taking taxis have asked taxi drivers um, to head to a particular part of town, uh, and it may be a little rough, uh, and taxi drivers, uh, in some cases, are now asking for cash advance payment. Now, some in Toronto have been asking, is this legal? Well, it turns out, uh, in that city, yes, you um, can ask for a deposit in advance of up to $25. That got me asking, can you do that here um, in uh, in Vancouver? Joining me now is Gudeep Sohota. He's a general manager of Sunshine Cabs in North Vancouver. Gudeep, thank you for joining us today. Good to be with you, Jeff. So, uh, when I hear this Toronto story, and, and it's it's separate to to Vancouver, of course, but uh, I've often wondered, uh, you know, when uh, cabbies pick up uh, a fare, uh, you know, I've heard many times where people just get dropped off and then run off and not pay. Uh, it, it, can a cab driver ask for an advance payment? Jazz, it's a uh, it's a very topical issue. Actually, I was looking it up uh, before coming on this show. And on 30th January 2008, 15 years ago today, the then Honourable, uh, the Minister of Transportation, the Honourable Kevin Falcon, oh. announced a, uh, the BC Taxi Bill of Rights, which uh, was brought in to promote consistent and high level of taxi service in Metro Vancouver. And it lays out, uh, you know, what the passengers uh, can expect from drivers and the you know, rights and responsibilities and obligations of a driver and, and passengers. Uh, the Taxi Bill of Rights uh, is a, uh, takes the form of a decal which has certain points which must be f- uh, put on uh, the rear window of every taxi in Metro Vancouver so that customers are aware of what their rights are as a passenger and what the obligations for a taxi driver are. And it also, in order to protect uh, the safety of taxi drivers, it allows drivers to take certain types of actions uh, under certain circumstances. And one of them is that they can ask for a deposit um, from a passenger if they feel that, uh, you know, they could be troubled down the road. But typically, it's a deposit is asked for for usually longer trips. But uh, it is it is something that tax drivers are able to do here in British Columbia. Is there a certain percentage of a, of a fare or a potential fare that, that they can charge, or is it just an arbitrary number that they can come up and uh, come up with in conjunction with uh, with the uh, customer? Well, usually it's something that'll more or less cover the anticipated fare. So, for example, if uh, you know I were to pick up somebody in North Vancouver and they're going out of Abbotsford, so you know. If, probably going to be almost 100 bucks so I, I could ask for an amount close to that to cover the fare in case uh, a passenger uh, decides not to pay me or they they cannot pay me when I uh, you know go drop them off and 
Actually, it has happened to me myself. I'm, I'm quite surprised when I was driving. You were. I'm, I'm surprised. At, why do I mean? Maybe it's just my experience. But do is it still rare though for taxi drivers to ask for an advance uh, advance payment? Because, uh, and I, I always hear stories about people, you know, being driven somewhere and then the customer runs off without having to pay, or police police have to be called. And you say it's happened to you. I'm just surprised taxi drivers don't ask for for advance pay more often. Well, they have the, the ability to do so. Uh, you, these days, uh, a lot of, for example, everybody pays using plastic and drivers on a daily basis for, uh, you know, certain type of transactions will get a pre-authorization. Uh, so they know that the customer has the ability to pay or can cover a certain amount. But uh, for longer trips, you know, a lot of drivers will ask for a deposit. So it happens on a regular basis. Okay. Because I'm sure, as you were saying, you've gone through uh, situations where you've had to drive somebody and they've just run off and not paid. Happened to me. $100. And out were you, the window. Out the window. And where were you going from? What was the trip? Uh, I had picked up, I was driving a black top at that time and uh, drove a, a gentleman in a suit all the way up to Abbotsford and he took off on me. <laughs> happened to me <laughs> and and, could you, and did you call did you call the police i'm just curious as to how you deal with that well, i spoke to my dispatcher and we figured out that by the time the police got there and i had to you know give them the report he obviously you know he ran into an apartment building so i couldn't trace him mm. and i sort of figured out that it was better to come back because i had to give uh, the vehicle to my day driver who was uh, starting the shift at 4 a.m can a taxi driver turn down um, a fare if he or she believes it's 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 a bit of a rough part of town? Well, they can. So the taxi bill of right uh, does allow a taxi driver to uh, refuse a fare. Uh, you know, taxi drivers, like a lot of people in certain occupations, have a sixth sense. So sometimes you just know it in your gut that, uh, you know, this, this party could be trouble. So uh, if you uh, have a well-founded fear... For your safety, you can refuse uh, to take a passenger, and that is allowed. And you're allowed to do that, and, that, and that's subjective at the, at the end of the day. Yes, it is. Uh, and before we go, we got about a minute left, and it's uh, and we'll have you on again. But I just, I'm curious, uh, the impact of ride hailing so far, and we'll do a longer segment on this another day. But yes. how is the the, the industry faring uh, overall with ride hailing? Well, you know, ride hailing obviously had a, a devastating impact on our industry, but uh, it was followed by the pandemic, and it was a one-two punch, and I've used that phrase over the years since our company initially shut down in uh, March of 2020 on the North Shore. And, uh, you know, both uh, ride hailing and the pandemic have had a major impact. We're recovering, but right now our biggest challenge, for example, Jazz, is uh, lack of vehicles and drivers. We can't find vehicles to put on our fleets. And uh, we've lost a lot of drivers to ride hailing and other occupations. So those are the two huge challenges facing the taxi industry. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll have you on uh, soon on that other one, be on that other segment of yeah, ride hailing, because that's a bigger, broader question. But I appreciate you joining us today to talk a little bit about um, what taxi drivers can or cannot do here in Vancouver, because it does appear to be a growing issue in Toronto, that is for sure. Gradeep, thank you for your uh, time today. Thank you, Jazz. Appreciate it.